0: you're listening to Dear Alice, a
1: lifestyle approach to interior design. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dear Alice. Hi, Sue. Yes. Hi. How are you doing? Great. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, back. Gorgeous August day. I'm just going to go ahead and say that Suzanne has been on maternity leave. She had a baby since we last recorded a podcast. That's true. Yeah, a human life you brought into the world. A beautiful human life, beautiful little boy. Uh, and in case you
0: didn't know his pronunciation, it's Manolo. Manolo. <laughs> not Manolo. Not Barry Manolo. <laughs> i would be surprised how many people asked me that. I was Manolo. like, really? Yes. Really? We
1: named him after the king. <laughs> of course. I hope he's tall in stature like Barry Manolo someday. No, one can only wish. <laughs> That's yes. awesome. It's good to be back. I'm so excited. Well, um, for today's podcast, we're going to be talking about dining rooms. Um, I love food. So Yay. This is perfect. I love it too. I, I love a, an excuse to celebrate life. Amen. And don't you think if you had the most scrumptious dining room, you'd be like, "Let's go in there and celebrate you." Yes, cereal. You just had a baby. Amazing. It anything, would. Right? We could bring anything in there. Order a pizza. I know, and everything just looks gorgeous. We could and light sparkly. candles and yeah. and feel fancy in there. And it's
0: always such a bummer when people are like, "We never use our dining room," and I'm like then we need to jazz it up because
1: Cause it's, cause boring. You're bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring. It's not special
0: enough to go in there and use. It exactly. feels like a hassle. Exactly. So I think, again, we've talked about the powder room being this jewel box. I think the dining room too. When you do something great in a room, you find excuses to go in there and sit and read or dine, whatever you're going to do. I think if you can make a big statement, yeah. you use it.
1: I love it. Yep. I love it. So those of you with formal dining rooms at home, meaning a room that is meant just for dining, it's not like the open concept space with just like a kitchen table in it. We mean like an actual dining room. For a minute during this podcast, I just want you to picture the room completely empty and think, what would I do if I were to start completely over? Now, that doesn't mean that your furniture won't work in this new scene, but sometimes you have to give yourself permission. To make changes and your brain is making excuses for all the reasons why you can't do something else. And so that's why when I start on any spaces in my home, I'm like, just picture it empty Mm -hmm. and then start adding in pieces that you love and um, start to bring in ideas that you love. And then you'll know what to bring with you and what to sell, right?
2: Or or, or you could actually just make it empty, right? Just like take stuff out. And that's totally, I mean, sometimes I just like to clear something off, clear Mm -hmm. something out. Light a fire.
1: Yeah. Light a fire. (laughs) You got fire insurance? (laughs) Light a fire. (laughs) That's That's awesome. I think
0: there's no better time than right now. I feel like we're all in our homes more and there's, we need to celebrate we, we, do. Need, we need to find reasons to like, oh, we do more than ever. Joy. <laughs> yes. And I think, yeah, being in these rooms that have been unused for so long yeah. and really giving them new life and, you know, we're figuring out a different routine, I think. Yeah. And I think dining such a ceremony and your dining room is such a great way to kind of backdrop that whole experience.
1: So. I love that sentiment. Yeah, twenty twenty's been weird to us. Oh, man. I feel like we should just we should just take out all of our aggression with a really fantastic wall color and go crazy in that room. Exactly. Get it out, guys. Get out some no, of that energy. Get your wiggles out. Let's let's do something in fabulous in your dining room. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we have a couple questions today. Um, the first one. Gosh, we have four questions actually. Sue, you choose one popular
0: subject. Okay, let's see. This one's fun from Lee Lee Crew nine seven eight. What to look for in terms of dining room chandeliers and lighting. Mm. Okay. We kind of talked about all the components of a dining room, and we'll kind of break that all down. But I think when you look into a dining room, not only do you see whatever, you know, saturation or energy is happening on the walls, but you see a really great light Mm -hmm. and something really, really opinionated. The nucleus. (laughs) Anyway, it's this thing that kind of everything is, you know, shaped around. It's usually in the center of the room. And we always want to do something really sculptural really interesting non-directional mm-hmm. of course but just something that you know gets you excited you know there's only one of them so it can be it can be a wild party of a thing
1: mm-hmm. so i love that yeah. yeah and bigger than you think 100% bigger than you think yes yeah yeah
2: what's an average like off of your table is that ooh like- so
1: glad you asked it, that's a good question yeah so off of the surface of anything so dining table or kitchen island We um, say about thirty six inches off the top of the surface. So if it's off the top of the floor, um, your kitchen table is thirty high, and then you're gonna go thirty six on top of that. So about sixty six inches off the floor. Okay. So that's like five foot six, which you know is just probably as tall as some of you are. But if you think about it, you're all sitting. you're in that room and the dining table is in the way of you ever hitting your head on anything. So you want that chandelier to be somewhat in your, in your atmosphere where you can appreciate it sitting down. So if you have a super tall room, maybe you're going to want to cheat it up to 42 inches above the surface or 38 inches, but I would say anywhere between 36 and what do you think? 42. Yeah, It's like... I think in school they said like 34 to 38 is always good. Like from the. Oh, there top you go. So again, that's why we average it at 36 usually. Yeah. And here's an average everybody hangs their chandelier too high.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, that's... Also,
1: their kitchen pendants. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Sue. Say that again. (laughs) Order
0: extra chain or down rod Uh if that's how your chandelier is hung because people usually are like, well, that's where the chain ended, so that's where we hung it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So be methodical about it. This is your chance. So make sure that it is like it's giving light to the actual surface. Um, I think 36 is a good one just because you're going to have something usually in the centerpiece of that room if you're not using it. And so that's enough room to have you know, a beautiful bowl or, you know, a floral or something happening there.
1: Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy earth bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot, This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us. When we started sleeping on Cozy Earth, you can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your your, um, hand. It's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so, so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but Cozy Earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, Also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with Cozy Earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care your sleep health if you just head over to cozyearth.com and use the promo code dear alice for an exclusive 35% off you guys we don't have to wait for a sale you can use this anytime again the code is dear alice for an exclusive 35% off better sleep awaits you with cozy earth so anyway
2: have you guys ever seen a dining room where it's like maybe this is just my OCD, but where the chandelier is not centered, like mm-hmm. in or, or even in the room, like that for me just drives me nuts
1: because yeah.
2: I just, I'm it's. It's because
1: that's where that's where the builder put the thing. <laughs> yeah, so that's we got to hang it from there. That, yeah, that's how it
2: was in my house, and I moved the electrical so that's, there you
1: go yeah yes so just because a chain only just because chandler comes with so much chain and just because the the electrical is not centered does not mean you have to live like that no. you can make changes what the
2: previous owners did was just bought more chain and then they like sure wrapped they did. it over and then hung it hung it from they the swag, center it's they like, swagged
1: it yeah with a and, hook
2: yeah Yeah. Like it's like a pocket chain yeah, from you, out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do that, guys. You can no. just move the electrical. Yeah. And by you, I mean your electrician. And Unless you're, you're to hand in the place anyway, so you might as well.
0: You're going to be patching holes.
1: Yeah. So go Definitely. ahead and now is your time. Yeah. Now is the time. Now is the time to center that's, that thing over the that's, table. That's great. I'm okay. glad that came up. <laughs> uh, so we worked on a project. Uh, for the Fashion Fuse, fashion blogger. We have not released the images yet for this, but boy, are you going to brace your boobies. (laughs)
0: It is so good. Yeah,
1: it is so good. Uh, So she had some chandeliers that she wanted to work with, and we felt like they were... A little bit underwhelming, especially for somebody who's as fashionable as she was. They were fine. They weren't extraordinary. And so um, tell them what we did, Sue, to make yeah. them extraordinary. Yeah, there were and there were two of them. So there were two like underwhelming chandeliers. Over one and, long
0: dining yes. table. Yeah, and it was a long rectangle, and it had this really... I don't know. There were a lot of great things about this house already, but the chandeliers were not one of them when we started. So what we did is we designed the entire space. We can kind of get into those details, but we took the shades that were on it, which were just cream, paper shades. And we actually took Hermes scarves and had them laminated on these shades so that it was a lot more interesting. And boy, was that a makeover to boast. <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah. they were, it, To really turn like kind of a mundane chandelier that's okay, that anybody would be like, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but made it extraordinary.
1: Yes. It made it
0: so much fun. And it's one of those talking points when people walk in, they're just like, What? You know, are, are those hand-painted? Like, what are those? And she's like, it's an Hermes scarf, no big deal. And she has orange boxes sitting by the chaise. And mm-hmm. anyway, it's a really, really cool story. And I can't wait for you guys to see the pictures. But anyway, that is one way, even if you have something that's, you know, you have sentiment with and came with the house originally. Anyway, there's ways to F it up, you know, yeah. and make it more exciting and more you.
1: Totally. In our uh, Coastal Contemporary Home on the, on the um, portfolio, You'll see in the entryway, we took a beautiful Thomas O'Brien chandelier and we just made custom elongated black linen um, shades for that chandelier with gold linings. Mm -hmm. And that thing looks so different with special shades on it. So don't forget the shade. So maybe you're working with something existing. You're like, I don't want to pour my budget into a fantastic chandelier. And you do have shades. Or even if you do have like the little candles with candelabras, you can put shades on those. They just clip on with like little, kind of remind me of like old metal Mm -hmm. coat hangers, like bent, you know what I mean? Into loops and they just pinch on. Yeah. So you can purchase those and have um, a shade company just make custom shades for you. We have a little one called the Lamp Company here in Salt Lake City. And we just have him um, make custom shades for us. And it's a great party trick. Okay. Okay, moving right. on. So let's talk about the rectangle table versus the, or or should we talk about the atmosphere?
0: Maybe let's talk about the atmosphere. Yeah, and then let's break do. It down.
1: I like that. Okay, yeah. So um, we have a fantastic quote here from you guys know Miles Red. He's an interior designer. He just recently um, uh, made his firm. He and his um, one of longtime employees. They just merged, and now it's called um, Red Cahoe. You can find that on Instagram, but Miles Red used to be just the principal, and um, his firm was called Miles Red. Anyway, this is a quote from him, and he's talking about the powder room, but we want you to think of the dining room in this instance because we feel the exact same about the dining room as we feel about the powder room. He says, a powder room should be a wild moment. <laughs> and I couldn't agree more because um, you're just not going to spend a lot of time in it. Mm-mm. Same thing with the dining room. It's for special occasions. That is like the definition of formal dining, right? And if you are lucky enough to have a formal dining room, it should not be neutral. No. Yeah. No, this is it's your it's chance to celebrate square. life's moments. Yeah. So it is, like Suzanne said, a pocket square in the outfit of your home. So this is your chance to just, to just go wild with it yep. and to play up your fantasies, to play up what you want, those special birthdays and Thanksgivings and baby showers and, you know, holidays. And it'll, it'll make you want to entertain because you have such a fantastic little space. And every time you walk by it, it's going to make you feel so happy that you're able to express yourself. And that's the thing is like in most general
0: interiors, like your public spaces, it's usually a neutral color you know, on the walls. So these spaces that are enclosed that have a door or just a doorway, you know, have termination points where you can really do something completely different than what's happening in the rest of the house. So anyway, use that. And Mm. like, because again, you're going to pass by it and you're just going to giggle every time you do. And you're going to be so excited to be like, oh my gosh, I have to show you what we did in here. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and bring people in there. And again, it's one of those moments where we talk about little dark spaces where we're like, let's go tell secrets. (laughs) You know, it's a great place to tell a secret. In Andy Harrington's dining uh-huh. room, I 100% would tell secrets in there.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. The best kind. It's so good. I love that. So um, how do we get started? Uh, that I know what we just said might be really intimidating to some of you that were like, have your way with this space, you know? Um, it should be a wild moment. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Where would where would you go to just sort of work out all of your fantasies of interior design and really make this room become like a living, breathing, awesome thing that makes you just giggle. Yeah, well first, just like you said, you take
0: everything away, like pretend like it's empty. Don't, you know, don't have reservations about excluding pieces here and there because this is your time to just kind of start new or reinvent what you have, Mm -hmm. like the chandelier. So now that you have a white space in your head, um, find your muse. Mm. I think that that's it. I mean, we start with the rug. Often just because it's a big piece of art in the room and it's a lot of energy coming from the ground. And then we can kind of dress the rest of the walls and everything with that. But your muse can be the rug, it can be wallpaper. I think when we talked to Gracie,
2: Mm -hmm. Jennifer Gracie, Jennifer Gracie, thank you.
0: In a previous podcast, she said dining rooms are one of her favorite things oh. to to paper. And I'm like, it is so true. Again, you're in the, that kind of secluded little moment where you can close the doors and just have a, a night and experience. Mm-hmm. So if the wallpaper is your muse, start there. Um, or, you know, I looked through just in my Pinterest board of dining rooms and so much of it just had massive art. Mm-hmm. Even in neutral spaces, if you're like, I can't deal with a dark color. It hurts mm-hmm. my head. Massive, massive art, mural art. So find that muse, and that's your springboard, mm-hmm. and that's how you create an environment. So whether it be rug, wallpaper, massive mural art, um, that's where you start. Yeah. So
2: question, I love that. question about a rug. Yeah. Round table, round rug, or do you mix? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you mix I've shapes? never,
1: I've never found one excuse in the twelve years we've been doing this to ever use a round rug. Okay. yo oh, David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, they're just. I don't know. It's, so, it's just like r- round peg, square hole, you know, or yeah. whatever that saying is. Square peg, round hole. Like yes. Styling a round tray. It just doesn't work. I know. Right. Yeah. Hear us on that too. Don't, a round tray is a very difficult thing to style.
0: But that beautiful coffee table book that is a rectangle
1: yeah. in a round tray. Yeah. It's tricky. It is really tricky. So. so um no to the round rug but thank you for asking. Yeah, it was just a question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's great. But let's do talk about the size of the dining table. Let's go back to that again. So, yeah. uh square or sorry, not square, but rectangle or round. I will say a conversation around a round table is the best because you can see each other's faces. Everybody at the table you can see and you can talk to. So, I would say At least put a round table in your kitchen. Also, the shape of a round in a kitchen is super ideal because kitchens are just made out of boxes and rectangles, and you just sort of need the relief of a softer shape. If you do have a room that's a dining room that's maybe a square and you can do a round, do the round it's just it's just like so great the the dinner conversation which is why you're kind of having people get together right yeah, and exactly. so you can talk and not just get stuck talking to the person sitting across from you at a rectangle table cuz you know you can't talk to the person to your right or left cuz that's just awkward to have your neck your neck cr- cranked the whole time during the dining scene it's weird yeah now if your room is is long and rectangular then that's what you're going to do you're going to use a rectangular table um But just don't forget about the round. If you do have an opportunity, if your room does make sense to use a round, it's it's just a better conversation experience.
2: Okay, so let's say I mean rectangle rug. Uh What if you have a square room? I'm I'm thinking this this is for myself.
1: Square room, round table, round
2: table, yes. Rectangle rug. Yeah. Okay, and then what? I mean, which way would you lay it? You, You know what I mean? Does it not matter?
0: I think it's at your approach, your vantage you know? point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Your approach to the room and
1: like how that rug will feel the best like you.
2: So consider that. Cuz the rug yeah. is so. really
1: connected to the floor which is the shape of the room. Now here's the thing. If for some reason, I will break my rule on this. If for some reason you have a round room and a round table, Ooh. I would say round rug. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's that's kind of what but I But I would say Mike. it
1: should follow the rule should like follow the shape of the room. Mm. On Give the rug it. And that's where your dining room falls yes round
0: rug yes <laughs> so
1: round rug is for you so the 0.001 percent of you with those things yes use the <laughs> so yes. my
2: the new house that i'm uh building yeah designed like a bump out we're just we've we've had a formal dining room but we're just not very like formal people we've yeah. always when we've hosted things we've been yeah. like hanging out in the kitchen so that's just not our style so yeah. we're like hey we're gonna put a bump out off of our kitchen Yep. It's it's square. Yeah. So we're thinking round table mm-hmm. and then.
1: Um, think Rachel Parcell's house. Same thing. No dining room. Oh, yeah. Bump out, yep. off the kitchen, round table, square room.
2: Like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Check it out. It's on our portfolio. It's yep. <laughs> awesome. <Okay>. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be beautiful.
2: Or I guess even Tiger Oak does too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bump yeah. out. Yeah. Yep. Round Perfect. table.
1: Rectangle rug. Conversation. Mm-hmm. Like it. I'm putting yeah. it together
2: in
0: my mind now. Yep. Yeah, so but go as big, as big of a rug as you can in any of those scenarios. Just again with a dining table, you just want you don't want the rug to be too small that every time you pull out a chair, it pushes the rug back in from the back legs. That's mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah. So again, with your rug in this room, as you're looking at just it naked, basically, just go as big as you possibly can.
1: Yeah. So you're thinking, I mean, like. And are we saying the rug is the muse in this instance? Yeah. We'll say, I'm thinking of Tiger Oak, just yeah, we were
0: talking about oh, that. Oh, yeah. That you rug know, was a muse. That was a muse. And kind yeah. of like that's where all of our colors jump started. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. Speak to that. Yeah. We found a really red rug. Uh-huh. It became our muse.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs>
0: and for Tiger Oak, we did do, again, like Corey said, it was a bump out off the kitchen. And it was, we had glass door windows that opened up to a fireplace outside. It was beautiful. So we only, we, had the same wall color as the rest of the house. And so we had to do something that was really interesting to kind of give the space some vibrato. So the rug was a story rug and it had a scene on it. And it had, I think it was like a blue field, but it had pink and it had yellow and it had dark moments. And it was just, it was such a magical little story moment. And then we did a round table in that space. And then we got a really, really great chair profile. One thing that we'll tell you, and we've said this before on other podcasts, is at that, that table, people are always wondering, like, what kind of table base should it have? Should it be, you know, interesting? Should it be a tulip? Should it be, like, crazy sculptural? Nobody sees the table base, you guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It gets covered up by really rad chairs. So yeah. find a really, really cool chair that you love. And and that's what we did for Tiger Oak. We found a really great chair that we liked, that we had the opportunity to... She obviously works with leather moccasins, Susan mm-hmm. Peterson. So anyway, we actually had her help us, and we did different colored chairs around the whole thing, and we got to pick those out with her. And so every chair is a different color. And so it was really fun, and everybody gets to go pick out that whatever chair, you know, if they're green or pink or yellow, whatever they are. um, It just made for a really fun conversation. And just these individual chairs played a huge part in that. And we had a great chandelier and really opinionated art, even though we couldn't paint the walls because half of the room was just glass windows, um we had a really opinionated piece of art of a of a massive girl's face looking at you and so anyway, it's a conversation starter and I think that that's what you want in your dining room yeah. is conversation starters because who totally. wants a dull conversation while you're eating beautiful food, you need some good stuff to talk about. So yeah. anyway, so it goes back to finding your muse. In that case, we did find the rug first, mm-hmm. and then the art kind of accompanied that. But-
1: and all the colors of leather yeah. coordinated with the rug. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Let's the- pretend for a minute that the muse is the wallpaper, because I'm sure so yes. many of you are itching to wallpaper something, if you haven't already, since it's like everybody's favorite... Um, I don't know. ID trick. Yeah, it's it's like such uh it's such a win right now. Everybody's so stoked on wallpaper. Some are kind of like, "Oh, do I do it? I'm kind of scared." So, um let's wallpaper the dining room. From the wallpaper, we would then choose a paint color to paint your ceiling that coordinates with the wallpaper or is even a percentage of the color. So, maybe your ceiling is like 20% of the color that's in the wallpaper just so that you don't have a white ceiling after you created this incredible scene that's maybe drenched in color. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't forget the ceiling. We call it the fifth wall. And um, you just want to make sure and treat that because your chandelier, that big crown jewel, is going to be coming out of the ceiling. You just don't want this white plane just floating up there, not connected to anything. Yep. So um, wallpaper, then you'll choose your wall color. You might even choose to paint your casings to really get that to connect to the wallpaper. So don't think... Oh, that you have to leave, you know, white moldings everywhere. If, mm-hmm. say, your wallpaper is, you know, burgundy or something like that, you wouldn't want white casings. Mm-hmm. You would probably want to use maybe a darker shade of the wallpaper for those, or even something slightly lighter. Mm-hmm.
2: Would you do the same as like as you were doing for the uh, ceiling?
1: Not necessarily.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I this would probably
0: be in the same family if you same are. Same family, if you're yeah. gonna Attempt to paint all your casings and the inside of the doors that are facing that room. Mm-hmm. We just did a presentation yesterday when it was for a powder, but it rule goes for dining too, Mm -hmm. that, you know, we had a wallpaper and then we did paint the casings this blue color and the inside of the door will be that blue color and the ceiling will be that same blue color. But you can always take, again, kind of like the paint. You see like a paint deck and you have a stream of paint colors going from darkest blue to lightest blue. You can use tones of that, you know, if you want your casings to be the darker or medium-tone blue, you can go a little bit lighter on the ceiling. But the funny thing is with ceilings is that even though you're going a step lighter, um, because it's on that plane and there's shadows, they might look the same anyway. So yeah. anyway, that's something to just play with in your space with samples. Totally. So, yeah, It's great. Yeah, but the fact that all those things are talking to each other and nothing looks like it was forgotten um, is what makes it, those spaces powerful.
1: Yeah,
2: I love that. Would you rather have like a trim or a... a like um, or wallpaper on, on your walls in a dining room. I mean, I'm just like thinking of like
1: oh, like paneling, paneling. Yeah, like, like paneling. finish work. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I think in the current mood, I would say wallpaper. Amen. I mean, because I really want to create a scene, and I think I could have paneling in the entry, right? And then I go into the dining room, and, and- then it's its own thing. Yeah, yeah, totally,
0: and it makes the. I feel like it will make the wall and the space feel taller because you're doing an entire pattern uh-huh. on the floor all the way to that ceiling plane instead of cutting it with a belt line. Mm-hmm. If you were to do wainscoting or something, because we've done those before, going into existing homes where they have that paneling and so a we'll wallpaper the yeah. top half and it's yeah. pretty, but it's not as powerful as if you get to do the entire space in that
1: whole height. Yeah. yeah, Dramatique. Totally. dramatic, yeah. What if?
2: Are you down with like wallpapering, like let's say on like a bump out, uh, even though they'll, there will be like a like point of tension from where the bump out wall ends and then maybe the kitchen wall starts? Does that make sense?
0: I I would want like trim or something to kind of separate it. And so even if you like brought in like two little mini walls, basically, yeah. you know, to kind of separate those spaces. So it's not like you're seeing just like, an end of wallpaper meeting up with like a general paint color. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. And even with windows, actually when we were um, looking at the red cook or Kehoe,
1: uh-huh.
0: Um, C-O. uh-huh. They had a space where it was like, it looked like it was a kitchen and there were a lot of windows and they still wallpapered. Mm-hmm. And so you felt that in between. And so you felt the scene of what was happening outside then kind of like m- melt with this wallpaper and I'm like, isn't that cool that they just went ahead and did it? A lot of people would be like, Oh, there's windows everywhere. It's not worth it to wallpaper, but they still did something really interesting, which made the space
1: magnificent. Yeah.
0: Made it really, really good.
1: Yeah. So guys we're kinda of stuck in our homes right now. So <laughs> let's just still live awesomely. With us. Even if it's within the walls, <laughs> even if it's within the your own home, I think it could still be really excellent and extraordinary. So 100%. now's your chance. Yeah. So. Set yourself free. Know. Take the okay. prize. Okay, so we've uh, we've set the scene in our room. We've got wallpaper. We've got trim. We've got a ceiling. We've got a chandelier. We've got a round or a rectangular table. We need awesome chairs. So if if you do have it in your budget to go extraordinary with some fantastic silhouettes that are like conversation starters, they're funky, they're fly, um, do that. That's always going to be first place. If you're working with an existing chair, like you've got grandma's old um, carved French chairs or something like that. let's let's maybe consider spraying those high gloss and mm-hmm. getting the seats reupholstered because you can reimagine something that you already have. Same thing with your dining table, you know, like totally. in in um, fashion fuse, Angie Harrington's um, room, she had an existing dining table she wanted to work with. It was dark brown. It was super long for this room, and we just had it sprayed uh, high gloss white. Mm-hmm. And then we added, you know, really great dining chairs to it. So just reimagine the things that you do have if you need to still work with them to be able to allow you to do as much as you want to do for your budget.
0: I was looking at a picture this morning, again, just kind of scrolling through my Pinterest board and they put the dining table and they had it like this persimmon high gloss red. Oh, and it was the so sexiest so thing. I'm funny. like, I want to eat food there yeah. and be these people's friends. Yeah, because that looks like so much fun. So again, it doesn't have to be neutral. You can do something wild to make that that space and that huge table. That's a massive part of this this place. It doesn't have to be neutral. It can yeah. be wild and it and go for it. it. Should be.
1: I love it. That's great. Okay, so besides dining chairs, um, what other serv- service pieces do we like to get in a dining room? I think if we can have like an,
0: like a buffet or some type of console service console mm-hmm. in the space that allows for lamp lighting and allows, allows for a really sexy mirror happening behind there or great art and it allows for just like you to just spread it with all the best desserts or drinks or what have you whatever your vibe is yeah so
1: i, I love we'll that. always like
0: get a console in there if we can
1: Totally. I love the idea of like a dessert bar going on Mm -hmm. when you know that you're you know, sitting down and you're going to go get dinner at the buffet, but you know dessert is right there staring you in the eyes. You're like, I'm saving room for that. Also, what's more fun to look at than like cake plates and the whole thing with a cake under the dome? I just think it's such a beautiful, entertaining trick to, Mm -hmm. to dress that buffet. I just thought of your mom. Polly Polly Lucan Gay
0: yeah. Jess's mom. She eats dessert first. Yeah. Good for As her. Should.
1: Yeah. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. That adults. way you always have room.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. it.
1: Eat dessert first. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. Or do that or skip dinner. <laughs> oh. um, also if you can if you do have room, a bar cart is oh. just like the best party trick oh. too. And there's multiple it doesn't have to be a
0: rectangle bar cart. You could do a little round bar cart or something if you don't mm-hmm. think you have room. You still might. Yeah. You might have room.
1: Totally. Yes. So fun oh. to have like drinks all set up on that. You feel so I fancy. Just
0: You're, you're really, your good goblets. Yeah. Nice China.
1: Yeah. It's a mood. Yeah.
0: Or just any of your, like your favorite drinks and things. Um, I remember there was a client out in Nashville and they were, they collected like really lovely liquors. I remember looking at all the labels and being like, what a gorgeous design opportunity, Yeah, <laughs> you know, to just have all these labels and things just like stacked up on a bar cart and how fun is that? So anyway,
1: Use that. Yeah, I love that. Use your faves. Totally. So maybe run out and buy a bar cart or order one online since you're stuck at home. Yeah. Yeah. So good. We have some beautiful ones. (laughs) So good. Uh, Let's see. We have um, one more question that we'll ask. This is from the Dear Alice Inbox. She says, my dining room is open to many rooms in the house. It's open concept. Do I make it look less formal in this case? Uh, Has the host and hostess chair lost its designer appeal? This is from Tammy Cook. Great questions, Tammy. Uh, the host and hostess chair. This is this is really um, dependent upon you. I think that the great big wingback as a host and hostess chair has lost its appeal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the wingback was never really meant to scale as a dining chair. Mm-hmm. So. The host and hostess blesses their hearts. They have to hold their back upright for the entire meal because if they sit back, it's too far back, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really not um, pitched for a good dining chair and you don't really want to stay a while for that. No. When you scoot
0: it in, it's a really loud experience because you're just like, it's so clunky and heavy yeah. to try and scoot up to the dining table.
1: Yeah. So that, I mean, that doesn't mean that you can't get like the armchair version of the side chairs with arms on it to, to create some formality or to do something entirely different yeah. in that position, because I think people still really love that idea. So I'd say just make sure that it's, it's scaled for dining. It's comfortable. And then we could create a little drama We could do something, um, uh, patterned on that host and hostess piece, and then maybe leather or wood for the other pieces, or it's upholstered. So it's, um, it's still an opportunity to make a statement. I'll say that. Yep that's back to, again, I'm going to go
0: back to the Fashion Fuse dining. Mm-hmm. We did, it was the armchair version of her side chair, and they were really cool profiles. But we did this really amazing, um, this green cut velvet dragon print mm-hmm. on the host and hostess, which still made them feel special, but it didn't overwhelm the scene. And it, your eye could just still keep going. Um, and then we did a coordinated color on the rest of the side chairs. So mm-hmm. anyway, so even you can still be exciting without being... Um, I don't know without a wing back,
1: do you remember what her directive was on the on the dragon chairs? I feel like there was some experience or she said something funny about it or about that whole dining room.'s oh, it been a little while since we did it, but no, but man,
0: it's really good. We have the dragon print and uh-huh. then she I think she just even got some goblets recently that she posted about that had like. Embossed dragon in the in the glass.
1: You guys could also be living with dragons. You should be like
0: mother, just. Ma, Angie's the mother of dragons. Yeah, good for her.
1: like I love it so much. Yeah, like that <laughs> should be how you think about going into your dining room. Like like that's that's the muse, yeah. you know. And a good designer can create that with you. But just don't be afraid. I think you're not going to get tired of this room. You're never going to spend enough time oh, in there to no. to really tire of it. Um, so uh, the the other point to Tammy's question was. In an open concept space, kind of like what Corey was talking about earlier, can she um, make, does it, should it be less formal or does she still dress it up even in an open concept? As far as like
0: formal versus just opinionated, I think you should still be opinionated about it, you know, make it an experience, Uh you know, as far as like being formal and like really upright and tight. I would say if it's open, I would still loosen it up a little bit just so it feels livable and I wanna go in there, mm-hmm. but I want it to scream. Yeah. I really do. So totally. You what know, do, what are
2: ways to do that? It. Like, I, mean, I guess we've already talked about that, like lighting and um, like ways to do that in an open concept. People, people may not know that. Well,
1: if you think for a minute about open concept, probably means that your dining scene is within the kitchen. And if you think about the kitchen, it is a lot of the same language because your kitchen cabinets, let's just say that you have a white kitchen, for instance you are surrounded on three sides by white cabinets. You maybe have a white island. Maybe it's a stained-grade island. But all of this is speaking the same language, which is, I am a kitchen. Mm -hmm. So if we speak that exact same language and, say, get a white dining table with stained-grade wood chairs, then pretty soon we just enlarge that kitchen scene. But if we make that kitchen table uh, color, and do some interesting chairs around it. Now, all of a sudden, we make that entire kitchen scene feel more designer because we dared not just choose something that looked exactly like the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? So, And and it kind of breaks your brain in a minute to think about it like that, but— you really want to make a statement. This is the moment where your family finally comes together at the end of the day to, even if it's open up a box of Little Caesars, you know, you're still like all getting together to have a conversation and celebrate life and love on each other and and have a conversation. So it doesn't need to look exactly like the kitchen, you know, this is your chance to break out and do something kind of special, you know?
2: Cool. It's yeah.
1: like it's like the I don't know. It's the the nucleus of
0: the home. Yeah. yeah. And you and with those things like you're gonna have a company things. You'll have bar stools and things that you can kind of bring a little bit of that pepper over there.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you know, there's different little moments. Yeah. You know to consider if it is an open concept that gets to just spread that really funky love. So. I love that. funky love.
1: Spread the funky love. Sue has another really great, great quote to end the podcast on today. Oh my gosh. It's by Ron Swanson. <laughs> yes, it is. It is by Ron Swanson. Um,
0: again, I was just looking through all my wise words on my pictures. And he says, there has never been a sadness that can't be cured, he said, by great breakfast food. But I'm going to say by great food in general. Food is something that we focus all of our lives around. When we're bored, we're like, well, what should we eat? Yeah. What should we, you know, like, are we going to go out? Are we going to stay in? Anyway, food is so beautiful. And when you have a beautiful space to eat that food and, like, with the people that you love, there's nothing that can make me happier. Yeah, truly, I, I, truly. I was going to
2: say that, especially with great people, people you love. Like, yeah. there's, you know, there's not a no, better food. thing. There's yeah. nothing.
0: And again, like, it could be, you know, yeah. Anything. It doesn't have to be this like huge thing. It could be Little Caesars or whatever your favorite thing is. When you're around, it could great be people, breakfast food. It could be breakfast food. Yeah. Who doesn't love breakfast food? I agree anytime with you, Ron a Swanson. Yeah. Any time of day, there's never been a sadness that can't be cured by great food. And I'll add to that by a great space. Yes. If you're in a great space. You can't be sad. Uh huh. Like, and if it's surrounded by people you love you know and great food mm-hmm. you're winning
1: totally 2028 so and they rad. can they can lock so. restaurant doors but we can still create a moment for ourselves and get takeout and have and have that experience in our own home yeah make it a ceremony make it a part of your life love it so. thanks for listening today guys i hope this helps and we hope that you'll make your dining room uh, a wild moment see you next time